Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Hi, Hi. Jamie. <laughs> how are you? Good, how are you? Good. I spent several hours today, or maybe it felt like several hours, but it was really like one and a half. Um, at the ballpark, watching my nephew play coach's pitch. And how, it was how is that? Really hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's about 90 degrees here in Louisiana this weekend. Or that's what they were predicting. But he won his game. Awesome. And he Congratulations, got, Boston. He got two base hits. And I think he scored two RBIs. I think. But yeah, it was actually a really good game to watch it was really exciting so i mean with when they're that age it's just kind of like yeah it's just kind of like okay now this one hit the ball and now they're all running but they're also cute but they are really they're five-year-olds by the way five and six yeah or six and seven i don't know they're somewhere around there it's foster six okay but um yeah they are really adorable in their little baseball pants (laughs) Because they look like little, you know, little adult baseball players. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. So. Yeah, we did some Mother's Day, um, early Mother's Day plans with Michael's family. Um, and then we headed over here. Well, hello. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Me too. I'm to excited. Talk about books. I'm excited that you brought Lucia with you today. Yes, she is here. My sister and my sister-in-law are actually keeping her quiet in a different room for now. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. For now, um, but yeah, she's here. So. She's so adorable, and I haven't seen her since she was teeny tiny, and she's gotten so big. She's so big. She's chunky. Very chunky. She will be five months on Monday. Oh, she's just so cute, though. Thank and her you. little smile. I know. And, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I could gush all day. <laughs> but we're here to talk about books. Just books. Yeah, just that's being, the only, yeah. only thing we're here for. Stop talking about other stuff. Only talking about <laughs> books today. Not true. Um, but, yeah. Is, is it your turn? I think it's my turn to go first. Okay. All right. Hit me with it. Okay. So... My book is actually, um, I reviewed a book by this author before, and this book actually came out um, this week, May 3rd, um, and I was so ready. Hold on, hold on, hold on. An author we've done before. Yes. A book that came out this week. Yes. Can I guess what it is? Yeah, yeah, sure. Because the thing is, I'm doing the same book. (laughs) Is it Book Lovers by Emily Henry? <laughs> oh, God. Yep. <laughs> okay, one of these days, I just thought, <laughs> it was it's bound-, bound to happen. We haven't. It was bound to happen at some point. I cannot believe this, though. <laughs> so I, are we just going to go with it? Well, that's, I'm, that's all I'm prepared to okay, talk about. Okay, that's all I'm prepared to talk about. It was fantastic, so it's at least good material. <laughs> this is hilarious. Okay. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time <laughs> <Stop>. ever, 
Yes, Book Lovers by Emily Henry. <laughs> so I had actually reviewed People We Meet on Vacation. May have been one of my first reviews. I think it was one of your first ones. And um, we also discussed discussed um, Beach Read, which we both read as well. Correct. Um, you did you read People We Meet on Vacation? Yeah, yeah. I read it yeah. and loved it. I yeah, think it's great. I I think my order of books that I like by Emily Henry is Book Lovers, and then People We Meet on Vacation, and then Beach Read. Mine too. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm not surprised. Totally, yeah, book lover. <laughs> and I didn't think that I could like any, and I, I would not have said that she would have outdone herself, that I would have liked another one of her books more than People We Meet on well, Vacation. because it's like, I already gave People We Meet on Vacation five stars, mm-hmm. so um, to like a book more than that, I I'm still only have five stars to give. I know, it's it was so good. Okay, um, so let's okay. tell people about it. Okay, so I will just go into a little bit of the characters, and then we can switch, and you can kind of okay. start. Okay, all right, let's do it. Okay, so the main character is Nora Stevens. Um, Nora is a literary agent um, who lives in the Big Apple, and uh, which I loved. I yes. loved that it was set in New York City, yeah. or for part of the book, right? But like yeah. sometimes New York City books can get a little old mm-hmm. to me, but. Um, I guess because it was mostly not set there. Right. I was like, ooh, New York City, fun. <laughs> it was like that was just the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. um, but yes, yeah, so she has a younger sister named Libby. Libby is pregnant with her third child. And um, they're very different. They look very different. But Nora pretty much um, raised her into adulthood. Because um, their mom died. Because their mom passed away when Libby was 16. Yeah. And I think Nora was in her early 20s. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so uh, our other main character is Charlie Lastra, who is a book editor. And they, uh, Nora and Charlie, work hand in hand on um, on books. Um, they work for opposing companies, right? But that like work together. Yeah. The way right. I understood it. So they met up in the very beginning right. of the book before it all started. They met for a lunch and it was just like, this did not go well. No. Um, but the way I understood it was they were maybe going to work on a book together. And then that meeting didn't go well. And then he started working for a different company after that. Okay. That's kind of what I got yeah. out of it. Okay. And, um, yeah, so her main client or her longest running and most successful client, um, his name is Dusty. So she, Dusty is a writer. Do they say Dusty's last name? I don't think that they do. No, I feel like they did, but I couldn't tell you yeah. what it is. <laughs> um, so she has a couple of books. She just came out, um, when she came out with her last book, it was a little lackluster than like her first debut novel, I believe, that right. everyone just was like head over heels in love with. Um and so now she is waiting on Dusty to send her um, the first couple chapters of her newest book that she doesn't know anything about, but that Dusty's been working on and that Nora is hoping is the next big thing. Right. And then I'll let you kind of, is that good enough for like yeah. characters? No, that's a okay. good start. Okay. Um, so then... So then we move into Sunshine Falls, North Carolina, because um, Nora's sister Libby is like, look, I'm about to have this third kid. I need some time away from my husband and my other two children for a while. For a while. So you're going to take me to Sunshine Falls, North Carolina, where Dusty's 
original debut novel takes place. It sounds like this cute, quaint little town. And the month of in August. North Carolina. In North Carolina. And the month of August is really slow for publishing. So we're going to go there for a month. And if you don't. Well, Libby doesn't talk like this. But if you if you don't bring me Nora, I'm going to have a mental breakdown. I have to get out of here. Get me out of here. <laughs> SOS, help me. Okay. Um. Yes. Exactly. So they have this idyllic little town in their head because Dusty obviously writes about a real town in North Carolina. And they're like, we're going to stay in this real town. And there's going to be all these cute, quaint little small town things. And we're going to get cotton candy from the candy shop. And it is not like that at Uh all. Um, I mean, surprise, surprise. There's like nothing there. There's one cab driver. It's just there's no cell phone service. There's no internet anywhere. Yeah. Except the bookstore. (laughs) Right. It's a rough situation. Um, Nora's not happy about it. But um, in the beginning of the book, you kind of start hearing Nora gets dumped in the very beginning of the book. And they discuss a little bit of her past dating history. And from what she explains, like her last four boyfriends have (laughs) left her and city life for these small town or like these tropes in books that don't happen in reality, like a Hallmark Like I met the woman of my life and I'm going to go live on a horse farm. Like, And she's like, I don't know what it is, but all four of them have done something similar to this and they fit into these like these tropes, like these book tropes that don't Which is one of the things that I really loved about the book is Emily Henry wrote about the other woman, the woman that gets dumped for... The small town. The small town love of your life. Yeah, like basically the the, um, workaholic, non-emotional, not, you know... The one emotionally that, not available the woman. The one that gets dumped in every book. That gets dumped in every book, but now she is our protagonist. Our, she's our, like, main yeah, our main character. And I loved that about it. Like yeah. I thought that was so fun and just such a fresh idea. It really was. So when they get to Sunshine Falls, oh my God, guess who's there? Charlie Lastra. Yep. Her enemy. And right. she hasn't seen him in two years. Right. And suddenly here he is. It just starts to unfold from there between her um, noticing him at the coffee shop and um, emailing him to make sure that it's him. So like she watches him as yes, he opens that was his so email. Funny. Um, and so it's going back and forth. And then they run into each other at a um, local <laughs> restaurant called Papa Squat. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would, it's as you would imagine a place called Papa Squat would, would look like. Um, it's, it's accurate. Yeah. But I will say that this whole town gave me Virgin River vibes. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and that's what I was picturing somewhat as I read it. Yeah. And I, I think that's an accurate, I didn't think of that while I was reading it, but now that you say that, like, yeah, for sure. There's one restaurant. Yeah, for sure. Just the whole... The whole thing, a cast of characters in town, just, you know. And so obviously things unfold with Charlie and Nora. And I love enemies to lovers. Love it. It's so good. So good. So good. I mean, just the banter and like the snarkiness and just the way Emily Henry writes, which is how she wrote in both of the other reads that we've read, um, especially people we meet on vacation. I mean, she's just, she gets that chemistry 
That's what I, I wrote in my review. Smart, witty, hilarious. Like literally her writing is laugh out loud funny. And then the way that she writes certain things, you just kind of like sit back and go, dang, that was really clever, you know? Really. And it's honestly some things that, that I think in my head, you know what I mean? Like I feel like she writes the book and it's like, oh, this is written for me. Like, Yes. I, I, it's just how – because her characters are so – like relatable and they have so many layers to them and there's always a little bit of damage oh for sure and then but they're just I mean you just you root for them and you fall in love with them even if they're completely different than you 100% I mean they're just it she she just is such a fantastic writer Uh, It was so good. I do have to say I looked up Sunshine Falls, North Carolina to see if it really was a real place and it's not. But I guess it's difficult to do that in a book like this to write about a real place. But So I did, I read um, a review that said that Nora, because they make a comment about Nora Ephron. I was wondering. And that she was named after Nora Ephron. Okay. I was wondering if Nora, so obviously reading these character names, I'm like, okay, Nora Ephron. Um, and then Libby is the name of an audiobook app. Like, is that where she got that from? I don't know. And Charlie Lastra kind of sounds like Charlie Lovett, who's an author. I'm probably reaching on most of these, but, <laughs> but I did that's read what I that had. But Nora in. was after Nora Ephron. Okay. And they mentioned Nora Ephron, like, whenever her mom moves them to New York yes. from Philly. Yes. That, you know, it was kind of her Nora Ephron yep. dreams. Um, the other thing that they mention um, in the book is how she got into her line of work and when she was um, a teenager she worked at Freeman Books which they lived above in New York like their apartment was above the bookstore and that was really the place where she felt the most um, comfortable and known and it was just kind of her home away from home and so when I when I read Freeman Books I was like they kept talking about it I was like oh my gosh Jamie's gonna love this well okay so I you know for years I have been brainstorming bookstore name ideas and so after reading um book lovers I was like should I just name it Freeman Books (laughs) am I missing an opportunity here because they talk about how how Mrs. Miss Freeman basically (laughs) Like, she would have events and she would do, like, free books by Freeman Books. Yeah. It's, I mean. Or, like, free events and stuff. And I, and that's how her mom felt comfortable letting them buy books because it, they, she offered so many free um, event opportunities to them. Like, but I was like, free events from Freeman Books. Like, it just, there's so many things that could play on your I name. I know. I know. It may just be the opportunity I've been looking for. Um, um, but yeah, I thought that was really cool. And I'm so excited to tell you about it. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to tell Jamie, she's going to want to read this book. So yeah, like you said already, this just came out on May 3rd. But the funny thing is, I got it as a free advanced listening copy from Libro FM. And I didn't know when it was coming out. So like the the new audiobooks drop on the first of the month. So like anytime we get to the end of the month, I'm like, yeah, new book soon. Um but on the first of the month, I opened up my email and it said book lovers. And I was like, oh, I get a free advanced copy of book lovers. Yay. And then, and then I went and saw that it was actually coming out two days later. And I was like, well, I don't feel special anymore. It was so good. It was really, really good. And I loved it. And I'm glad that you loved it too. I loved and it. And I can't believe we picked the same book I for the same it. week. It's perfection. 
It pretty much is perfect. It was meant to be. It was. I mean, it's just like a like a Hallmark novel, Sunshine Falls. You're Virgin right. It's River like vibes. how Hallmark is this that we I picked mean, the same book on the yeah, same week? Just okay. like the it's perfect. Like the sweetest. <laughs> it's just the sweetest thing. But please read this book and tell us what you think. Yes, absolutely. Let us know in the comments. Let us know if you loved it as much as we did. And if this is not your favorite Emily Henry book, please let us know which one was. And why. And please also write a book report and send it to us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, in the little blue book only. Oh, that's right. Blue book only. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to talk about our tea? Yeah, sure. So this week I finally got bedroom furniture for my front guest bedroom. Um, you know, been living in this house for over two years now and thought it was finally time. <laughs> so I had to clean out a few things up there. It had kind of turned into a room, just like a catch-all room. And somehow your Christmas present that you gave me last year just stayed in there. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Nope. Yeah, that's how it goes sometimes. But I, you gave me tea. And so that's what we're drinking today. So this is Fortnum and Mason Jubilee tea. How is it? I haven't tasted it yet. I'm not going to lie. It's not anything special. <laughs> it's not, but I like it. It's smooth. I mean, it's very smooth. It's very drinkable, but it just tastes like a very smooth, drinkable black breakfast tea, in yes. my opinion. Yes. No, I um, agree with that, but I, I don't, love a good breakfast tea. What are the notes? Do okay. they say? So... Apparently, Fortnum and Mason first began trading in 1707 and quickly established a tradition for quality and service that has been consistently maintained. (laughs) This is not about the tea. Let me flip to the other side of the tin and tell you about Jubilee specifically. (laughs) This exquisite tea has been created specifically to celebrate the 60 years of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II's reign, Blending teas from India, Ceylon, and China with mellow sweetness and golden brightness, this noble tea is truly fit for a queen. I mean, I guess by the description it fits (laughs) it. It didn't really have descriptors. Maybe I didn't know what I was doing when I bought it. Well, I think you bought a delicious tea. I like it. It just doesn't have a lot that we can talk about because it's just black Black tea tea and no specific flavors. Right. But I like it a lot. I would. If drink you this. love black tea and you want a smooth black tea, this one's a good one. It does have like a mellow sweetness to it. It really does. Yeah, yeah. They described it very well. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Fortnum and Mason. We need to start buying some more teas from them because I've never heard of this company before. Yes, apparently they've been obviously, as you read, in business in, in business 1707. for a very long time. And they, after I bought you that. I started reading um, the Kennedy debutante, uh-huh. and they mention oh going to Fortnum and Mason. So apparently, it was like a. How did I not remember that from one of my all-time favorite books? I don't know. Really cool. But they talk about it like it was a shop. Like I don't know if it was if they do other stuff than tea or, or what. Yeah, I don't know because it says they first began trading in 1707. So it doesn't sound specific to tea, but. We'll have to do more research yes. and maybe we can take a trip to London and visit it and record an episode there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I think it's very I mean, we're very drinking doable. their tea. Yeah. I don't know why we wouldn't um, go to where they're located. I agree. Totally agree. Okay, I think great. this is a good plan. Great. So next week then we'll film in 
Yeah. London so, or... I mean, the week after that, I'm going to be going to Spain. So it's going to be kind of... Oh, kinda... that kind of works, though, I'll right? just meet you. Yeah, I'll just meet. We'll meet up. Perfect. Okay, per- great. Right. Great. Excellent. Great. British edition. <laughs> we can only speak in British accents when we record in London. <laughs> yes. Can we just do that coming up? Sure. Why not? No, the funny thing is I was... So, like, going to Spain, my mom is super nervous about me taking public transportation, understandably. She's like, you're going to be an American woman in a foreign country. And I was like, well, don't worry, Mom. I'll just talk with a British accent. They'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. I'm sure that made her feel better. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm um, alternating between, like, super excited and pumped and, like, freaking out. Because I'm going to be on a different continent. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I have to fly over there by myself. Right. Which is a little sure. nerve-wracking yeah. for me. But how long's the flight? Um, I'm flying to Philadelphia first and then to, and then to Madrid. And I think it's like eight hours. So it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. It's an overnight thing. So I'm hopefully going to sleep. I'm going to bring yeah. um, NyQuil on the plane with me yeah. and hopefully just knock myself out. Well, um, have you been to Spain before? No, I have okay. been to England um, France and Italy. So yeah. I'm adding another country to okay, my list, perfect. which is very exciting. So I have obviously not, well, not obviously, but you know that I haven't been to Spain, but my sister and multiple people that I talked to when we were, um, planning our, um, honeymoon, we decided to go to Italy. We were looking at Greece or Italy, um, at the time. And after we booked it, multiple, multiple people were like, Italy's awesome. Like, obviously, but, Spain was my favorite. And like multi like I think Elisa said that Spain was one of her favorite I've places. Heard, We've had friends say Madrid is amazing, Barcelona is amazing. I've heard a ton of people say Barcelona is their favorite place yeah. in Europe, which yeah. makes me really excited. Elisa just said the architecture is so different from Italy. Um and it's just like really gothic and Italy's just so old. Yeah. Like it's really cool. It has yeah. so much history, but it's just so dusty and old. You know what I mean? Like it really it's legit just everywhere is just so dusty. In Rome, anyway. I don't know about the rest of Italy, but... Not all of it. <laughs> I mean, Florence is amazing. Yeah. I and, haven't been to any of the other. Um, yeah. And I mean, down southern coast is different, too. For sure. But, but Rome... We, I loved Rome, though. <laughs> no, oh, don't man, get me wrong. I loved, I loved okay. Rome. Okay. I absolutely... Yeah, but it's... I mean... But it was old and dusty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. But still, the history was just... Incredible. I cannot wait till you get back from Spain and you tell me your thoughts on Spain versus Italy or Spain versus anywhere you've been. I can't wait to tell you all about it. Yes. Um, All right. Before we end, tell me what you're reading right now. I am still reading The No Show, which I started, but then... But then book lovers book became, lovers available. became available, <laughs> so I was just like, I gotta stop. Um, understandable. Um, and love it. <laughs> it's so so far. Good. It's, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Um, I'm I started. I'm I'm like five percent in on kind of a big deal by Shannon Hale. I don't know that one. Um, I, I I'm not into it. Obviously, I only got five percent <laughs> in, but um, hoping that it will get better this the summary seemed interesting so it's basically like a more of like a teenage girl who I think was um I don't know if she was an actress or she became an actress and everyone thought she was like a really big deal in high school and then high school ended and I think she lost whatever contract she had and then had to go back home after and um she has all of these dreams 
where she goes back in time in her dream. And I don't know. It's interesting, but I, I really haven't gotten into it. So um, speaking of dreams, I have been having really stressful dreams lately. I don't know why. Like I just wake up and it's like I'll have a dream that one of my cousins is just really angry at me. Or like the other night I had the typical conference, like pre-conference dream where it was like I got to the conference and I had forgotten to do half of the things that needed to be done. And like I just keep getting really stressed out at night apparently. But anyway. That's probably just just your general everyday stress bleeding into your... I'm assuming so. I don't feel super stressed right now, but I guess I am. (laughs) You're just anticipating the stress. Um, And the other two on my list... um, that I actually haven't started, but I borrowed um, Hotel Magnifique by Emily J. Taylor. I read into this a little bit, and they said it was similar to The Night Circus. Oh, okay. Um, which I liked. I haven't read that one yet, but I read Erin Morgenstern's mm-hmm. other book and loved it, The Starless Sea. I read The Starless Sea, too, um, yeah. and, I, and I liked it a lot. Um, I, I liked The Night Circus um, as well. I think I liked The Starless Sea more. Um, but this is about a hotel rather than a circus is huh. what people well, say. People are like, it's their similar vibes, <laughs> but this is about a hotel. And those words are in but the it's titles. A, it's a traveling hotel and the night circus is a traveling circus. So after I had already downloaded it and then after I read that, I was just like, I don't know if I'm interested in this yet because if it's going to be just that, but different, I don't know. Um, and then the other book that I have that I'm hopefully excited about it. I just have to get in the mood to read it is Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. John Mandel. Yeah, Emily St. John Mandel. Mandel, sorry. It's okay. I just thought I would let you know. Thanks. <laughs> um, yes. Have you read anything by her Yes, before? I've read um, Station Eleven. Station Eleven. I read it 10 years, like a long time ago. And you liked it? I loved it. You didn't like I, it? I think I just don't really like post-apocalyptic books. And I really do. Okay. All right. Then yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And I have also watched the HBO, the first season of um, the show. Well, I'll take that off my list then um, <laughs> for future. Okay. What have you been reading? <laughs> um, okay. I am in the middle of The Girl on Legree Street, which it looks like Laguerre Street, but they keep saying Legree in the book so I don't know it's in Charleston so maybe this is the second in the house on Trad Street series that um my cousin Katie loves and talked about on her episode so I'm I'm doing that series right now um I'm not very far into Little Women I've never read it before um the Modern Mrs. Darcy book club is doing um for their for the book this month it's like a Little Women either like retelling or reimagining or something like that so I was like I better read Little Women before I read the retelling. So I'm doing that. I'm in the middle of a book called The Swimmers by Julie Otsuka that everyone seems to love and I'm very confused by because <laughs> nothing's <laughs> happening. There's like a pool and everyone goes to the same pool and then there's a crack in the pool and no one knows what to do and like that's all that's happened and I'm quite a good ways in so it's very confusing. <laughs> okay. I'll take that one off my list. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll end up loving it. I haven't abandoned it yet. Um, but those are the three main ones that I've been reading. So, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Do you, ha- do you have a Friday? 
it's not necessarily a Freudenfreude, and it's not necessarily like a keeping me sane kind of thing. It's just a little small something that has been making my life minimally better <laughs> that I want to share. Please. Which is that I bought one of those Ember mugs. It's like a smart mug that keeps your beverage hot, like at the same temperature. Yep. And I, like the other morning, I was drinking lukewarm tea and I was like, ugh, lukewarm tea. This is so <laughs> frustrating. And so I just went online and bought an Ember mug. And now I have perfectly temperatured tea <laughs> all morning long. That's so wonderful. It really is. It's something so minor and ridiculous, but like it makes me happy. That's all that matters. I know. That's all that matters. What's your Freudenfreude? So mine is um, a Freudenfreude <laughs> and also uh, a keeping me sane. Oh, two in one. Yeah. So today is the first Saturday in two weeks that I've had off of work. <laughs> that feels so good. Yeah. It was a 19-day stretch. It's rough. It was rough. I had I that feel in March, mentally so I feel drained. You. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so today I didn't have to go to work. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So thank exciting. You, thank you. Oh, that's so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Darling. <laughs> well, cool. Well, I'm glad we got to hang out on your first day off in 19 days and chat books. <laughs> Agreed. What better way? And honestly, what better way than for us to both... <laughs> So like the same the book. same book. So that means, listeners, that you need to read this book. <laughs> Clearly. Yes. If we both loved it this much, it's a must read. And we'll leave you with that. <laughs> Have a wonderful day. <laughs> and a wonderful Mother's Day tomorrow. Yes. Well, this will, be- this will air after Mother's Day. I know. But I hope that you had a wonderful Mother's Day previously if you celebrated at the end. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at inkdrinkerspod. Cheers.